The decision hasn't come lightly. I mean, I have, for the sort of last 10 years, wanted this. Worth every shot with Yaz. I kind of did hope that in my 30s I might meet somebody, but it hasn't worked out that way for me. Hi, Yasmin here, and in my last instalment, I was talking about my first experience of the whole egg retrieval, and it wasn't the best news with a complete failed fertilisation, which was really hard to hear, especially after getting a good amount of eggs. And then the clinic feeling that the donor sperm might have been at fault as my eggs were kind of reasonably good quality, and a failed fertilisation on what was 10 mature eggs is rarely heard of. And I uh, just had to do what all of us IVF warriors seem to be quite good at and it's kind of dusting yourself down and trying your best to push on forward. Um, It's not called a journey for nothing, let's be honest. And I did, for whatever reason, take a little bit of a break from the vlog. But after a break and a ski trip, I finally decided to get back to talking about it. Hi, it's been a very long time since I've actually done an update. Um, I think it's been a good sort of, well, I want to say eight months, maybe no less than that, maybe five, five or six months. Anyway, lots has happened uh, since then. Um, I had a work ski trip to sort of go on and, I, and obviously I wanted to do that before um, because the, the work were like playing on the fact that I was a novice, I couldn't ski and stuff. So um, I thought I have to get all that done um, before I start my journey again. And there was a little bit of a, stall in the journey anyway because um, the clinic were trying to get my money back from the sperm bank which they did I couldn't believe I got a credit note and uh, since then I've actually went and got myself um, another donor another two donors uh, there was one I really I call him the Great Dane I really like him I've seen an adult photograph and stuff really really do like this one but he only had one vial and I had money for two so I took him and I took a, the Norwegian so the Norwegian is on the back burner so I'm back to taking my drugs again. So this is the second attempt. I've now taken my drugs for a week and I'm sat at the uh, clinic just waiting to go in to get the scans and blood again. I didn't realise I had to do a lateral flow test, so they've thankfully handed me out one. They've also handed me out a coffee, which is really good of them. So thank you so much. To, uh, the staff are amazing here. So I'm just sitting waiting now to be taken in to have... Um, a scan and uh, I'm guessing like last year it's probably going to be I'll probably will have to go and um, take my drugs for another few days I think that the follicles won't be juicy or big enough for them but uh, well we'll soon see we'll soon find out so I'll give you a bit of an update after I'm out of the clinic I did forget to do the update in the car before leaving to go home but it was probably because the news wasn't the best uh, I was supposed to do an update after um the first scan at the clinic and I, I didn't uh, it wasn't great it was just um, uh, the doctor even sort of said he uh, said well you're not going to be an egg millionaire um, and the vocals weren't big enough so I had to continue taking my drugs and he said I'll see you in a few days time or whatever it was and um, so I had just about I think yeah I had drugs left obviously so did that and then I went back in and it was a similar story and I had to go and still continue my drugs and um, wait for this. So one of the nights I was on, I had like three doses left and I only needed two to get me to the scan on the Wednesday. And I smashed it. Smashed my little bottle that I was about to put in the overleap pen. So I didn't know what to do. And I phoned the, um, phoned the emergency out of hours doctor and he just said look just go into the clinic first thing tomorrow morning I was like right okay and pick up more <sighs> very expensive mistake so I dropped three doses but I only needed two so I bought two 250 pounds 
was like, that is the most expensive accident like I've ever made. But anyway. And went in on the Wednesday and again it was just the scan of the Wednesday. Again, not fantastic. Um but you know, um it is what it is. It's just not as good as last time. So um but in saying all that, took my trigger shot on Wednesday night and it's now Thursday night and tomorrow I go in for my retrieval. So I'm just really, really, really hoping for um good eggs, some good mature eggs, as many as I possibly can, but you know what, it only takes one and it is, I know so many people have said it, quality <laughs> over quantity, so wish me luck for tomorrow. I mean, they say not to cry over spilt milk. Well, the cost of a pint of milk against a bottle of Overleap is not comparable in price. And I was crying, but it was onwards and upwards. And I had my egg retrieval to look forward to where uh, you kind of go in and you don a hospital gown and uh, a hairnet. Well, isn't this fetching? <laughs> this is um, me out of theatre now. So I slept through the whole thing again. I've got a very bad habit of minute you sedate me, I'm out like a light. Um, they're happy it's over and um, everybody's been amazing again at the clinic, just so, so good. So quite worried when the doctor, Dr Knox, came in and he said, um, can you sign something that might, you know, the, your scans weren't great this week, so, you know, you might not have any. And I was like, oh, don't like the sound of that. So I had to sign that anyway. But turns out, seven. Lucky number seven, and I've got to be honest, one of my favourite things about doing this, I mean, it's only the second time, but... So, my Retrieval Day socks and my scone. I've been looking forward to this scone since last night, to be fair, because uh, I had to stop eating at, say, midnight. I mean, I wouldn't eat after midnight anyway, but uh, no, I'm looking forward to this scone and coffee. And I uh, hope it's good news later on. They were just coming in. The embryologist is lovely too. She was just double-checking which donor I wanted to go with because I've got the two. Um, she said, I just want to double check which one you want us to go with. Is it Primera or Pilu? I always think of rice, but no. And I said, no, it's definitely prim Primera. She said, do you know what that means in Spanish? I said, first? She's like, yes. Because I think she's Mexican or something. And she said, and, wait for this. She said, you've got a really strong Belfast accent. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I said, I'm Scottish and I've been living here for 10 years and believe me, I wanted to have a bit of a twang, but I don't. So I'll update you later. Hopefully it's good news. So after the retrieval, it was home for a bit of TLC. Well, that is me home in bed. I'm, uh, well, still got my jacket on and uh, I, do you know what? Perfect timing for this, actually. And I feel really bad because I thought it was from my friend Amanda and I, I thanked her and she phoned me five minutes ago and went, Yes, I didn't get you that. Yeah, it wasn't me. I feel bad, but it wasn't me. It's it's not from an Amanda. It's the woman that runs the place that they're from who signed Amanda at Hope and Heart. I didn't see that at Hope and Heart and thought it was my friend Amanda, but weird timing for this present to arrive. So I was going to the fertility clinic and I saw there was something in the post box for me and I thought, oh, I'll have a wee look. And it's amazing stuff. Now, obviously the pineapple is like the emblem for fertility. So... In this little package, I have a oh, I love this hot and cold pineapple thing. You know, I think it's the thing you click and then it'll keep you warm, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll, I'll work it out later. Got some pineapple socks. <laughs> 
and I've got a couple of these tea bags that say love and I've got a little bracelet and on this it says a lucky pineapple bracelet just for you may it make your baby dreams come true and then there's a little stone to put in this little pouch and it's a stone, it's a rose quartz and it's known as a stone of love and it's long been used to support fertility and it tells you how to use it and stuff. Now, I think it could be from one of the girls on the ski trip, the Q Radio ski trip, I was speaking to her about it. In fact, I think she just got back to me on Instagram. I said, thank you, is it from you, Lindsay? Let's have a wee look. Oh, I was just about to have a look and then my video cut off. Don't worry, we find out who it's from. I think my video cut off there actually um, just I was checking Lindsay's uh, Instagram it was from Lindsay so that is so nice that she did that for me um, she'd uh, met me on the ski trip and we were chatting away and I was telling her about my journey and uh, she asked if she could send me something and that's what she sent me amazing so so touched I'm so touched and um, I'm hoping for some good news later on today so oh, keep everything crossed Everything across that I've got some mature eggs to fertilise. You will find out in a later instalment if I did have any fertilised eggs to play with. But uh, what a lovely gift that was to receive from Lindsay. People can be so, so thoughtful. And I've certainly found that a lot more since sharing my journey. And if you or someone you know is on a journey and maybe would like to share the journey or maybe someone who works in fertility would like to be part of the podcast, then please do get them to email me using the address yaz at qradio.com. And thanks for listening. Worth every shot. 